Welcome to today's edition of the My Ag Life Daily News Report. I'm your host, Lori Boyer. In addition to feature reports, I'll bring you a look at regional and national agricultural news. And the show starts right after this. We're thrilled to announce that the North Valley Nut Conference is taking place on January 31st at Silver Dollar Fairgrounds in Chico, California. This event is held in conjunction with University of California Cooperative Extension. It's a golden opportunity for professionals in the tree nut industry. Network with our exhibitors and sponsors who are committed to your success in the orchard. Earn valuable continuing education units and expand your knowledge on the latest industry trends. Listen to our expert speakers, share valuable insights and practical advice, but attendance is filling up fast. So make sure you visit myaglife.com backslash events and register today. We hope to see you there. Winter vegetable harvest is in full swing in Imperial Valley and growers say the conditions this season have been close to perfect. Growers say a fall planting season without heat waves and a mild winter have created ideal conditions for leafy greens and vegetables. Alex Jack of Jack Brothers grows lettuce, broccoli, cauliflower and other crops in the Imperial Valley. He says our crops are looking fantastic and says they're pretty much right on schedule. The Imperial Valley and neighboring Coachella Valley produce the lion's share of America's winter vegetables. Unlike early 2023, when nonstop atmospheric river storms built a deep Sierra Nevada snowpack, replenished depleted reservoirs, and flooded parts of California, snowfall and rain has sharply diminished so far this year. In a day since the first Sierra Nevada snow survey, storms have added more snow, increasing the early January statewide snowpack figure of 25% of average to 36% of average. At this time last year, the state snowpack measured 117% of average, which is more than half of the average yearly total. But keep precipitation months are still to come. The prospects for organic produce remain strong in these inflationary times, according to leaders of some of the largest grower shipper operations. Statistics gathered by the category partners from farm market data firm show that organic berry sales have increased 7% in the third quarter of 2023 compared to the previous year, while organic prepackaged salads were up 5.4%. Sales of organic lettuce, onions, and tomatoes were all up less than 4% year over year, while sales of organic celery, squash, and peaches were down. Forever Feed Technologies, based in Hanford and American Fork in Utah, have secured a multi-million dollar investment in 2023 from dairy and agriculture leaders. The company is gearing up to develop large, environmentally controlled on-farm buildings or feed mills to produce sprouted grains that are harvested and fed fresh daily. Located on or near dairy farms, these buildings will be filled with automated growing trays stacked vertically where high-quality wheat crops will grow in just five days. Preparing for drought and increased water scarcity, California dairy farmer Jack DeJong was searching for an alternative way to grow high-quality feed when he came across this model in 2018. A subsidiary of cosmetic company Groove Technologies had built an indoor growing system that was providing feed to dairy and beef operations in Utah using about 95% less water than traditional field crops. After visiting with the farmers and their nutritionists, he knew there were huge benefits to be gained not just for the environment but also for cows. When the parent company discontinued Groove, DeJong teamed up with a former President Steve Lindsley to co-fund Forever Feed Technologies and start developing the next version of the system. The first Forever Feed Technologies mill in California is expected to be operational in the fourth quarter of 2024 on DeJong's Dairy in Hanford. 
Based in San Francisco, Instacart, the leading grocery technology company in North America, has announced it is expanding its advertising solutions to caper carts, the company's AI-powered smart carts. Instacart will begin piloting ads on caper carts at Good Food Holdings banner stores, bringing personalized and dynamic recommendations into the physical aisles of the grocery store. Ads on caper carts will soon give customers more customized recommendations and introduce experiences to help them to discover new brands and products. The first of its kind advertising opportunity connects brands and retailers with customers directly in the aisles who on average spend more than 30 minutes shopping in store with a caper cart for the first time ads on caper cart will bring in an entirely new personalized shopping experience from instacart's brand partners to the smart cart screens with the launch of partners including del monte foods dryers grand ice cream and general mills customers using caper carts at participating retailers will experience two new features One, new products and brands, deals, and seasonal promotions to surprise customers at the start of their shopping journey. For example, a customer might see a creative banner highlighting limited edition chocolate strawberry Cheerios from General Mills for Valentine's Day. And two, personalized product recommendations based on their real-time shopping behaviors or cart contents. For example, if a customer adds ice cream cones, they might see a complimentary item recommendation like Dryer's Ice Cream. Caper carts are part of Instacart's connected store suite of technologies built to help grocers bridge the online in-store shopping experience, according to the company. The Irvine, California-based California Avocado Commission has chosen Curious Plot as its new agency of record. In the spring and summer of 2023, CAC began a search to find a new consumer marketing agency that could conduct both consumer advertising and consumer public relations activities, thus streamlining agency management and gaining consistency in voice, according to the commission. Curious Plot has had a unique business model focusing on clients in the food and agriculture space with significant experience working with commodity boards and commissions including current clients like the Mushroom Council, the National Watermelon Promotion Board, Potatoes USA, and more. The commission is very excited to be working with the Curious Plot Group, according to CAC Vice President of Marketing, Terry Splain. He said their teams fit together naturally and the transition has been seamless. CAC's marketing staff and a team of board members participated in the agency search with the objective of developing a new strategic approach to consumer communications and the intent to streamline the number of agencies working on the California avocado business. The commission said it plans to launch a new marketing campaign supporting the 2024 California avocado season. And just a reminder, California vehicle owners now have until January 31st to report their heavy-duty trucks as part of the state's new clean truck check regulatory program. Once the deadline passes, vehicle owners will need proof of compliance with new clean air standards to continue operating their vehicles. Owners of heavy-duty vehicles will have to submit to periodic emissions testing similar to the state's smog inspection program for passenger cars. State officials say heavy-duty vehicles contribute most of the on-road nitrogen oxide and particulate matter emissions. When fully implemented, the regulation is projected to cut statewide nitrogen emissions by over 81 tons a day and particulate matter emissions by 0.7 tons per day by the year 2037. did this trial in the um, high disease pressure period here in Salinas Valley in fall. And it, it proves that fungicide is really having efficacy. So we see that the fungicide application, they have less 
uh, disease incidence than those without fungicide application. UCCE plant pathology advisor Yu Chen Wang discussing results of a recent fungicide trial in broccoli grown in California's Salinas Valley. Broccoli head rot, also known as pin rot, can cause significant problems, especially in fall broccoli production in the Salinas Valley. Two types of head rot are affecting broccoli, including bacterial head rot and alternaria head rot. Broccoli is a huge production here in Salinas Valley, and during the fall season, uh, it is the timing that uh, the night temperatures start dropping, and we have uh, we start having dew formation, and that dew formation creates a, a longer leaf witness period for on the crop, and the longer leaf witness that means. Um, is, which is favored by foliar pathogen, such as this one, uh, Alternaria species, um, which causing the broccoli uh, head rot problem. So it's just the climate and the temperature and the weather that is favored by the disease. And um, this disease is getting a problem in this period. And besides that, um, that head rot issue, just um, having those head rot, we also know that as a pain because it starts with a pain on the head and uh, that leads to the head decay, then the head is not, is not able to sell. The disease is favored by prolonged wetness from rain, dew, and fog. Fungal spores are spread by winds and splashing water. Cultural practices to promote leaf drying or prevent leaf wetness may reduce disease severity. Some growers have seen the benefits of using drip irrigation instead of overhead irrigation. An early harvest before rainfall could also reduce disease risk. Variety effects on disease tolerance also might play a role. Lumpy broccoli heads tend to accumulate water, which may further weaken the plant tissues and become a suitable target for the pathogens. And finally, there are several fungicides that have activity against the disease. More frequent fungicide applications should occur during wet weather, which is favored by the disease. And Wang said the head rot issue has been noticed a lot more by growers in recent seasons due to rejects. And since growers usually don't spray for the disease, she started to get more questions about how best to do so. That's how the fungicide trial came to fruition. Based on the growers, question they first of all they ask if they really need to spray fungicide or not and if fungicide is effective to against the disease so um, based on my uh, research um, we did this trial in the um, high disease pressure period here in Salinas Valley in fall and it, pr it proves that fungicide is really having efficacy so we see that the fungicide application they have less uh, disease incidents than those without fungicide application. So um, the takeaway message for the grower is that they can consider fungicide application for their uh, management programs beside other cultural management they can uh, they can seek for. You're listening to my Ag Life. I'm Taylor Charlstrom. Agroplante is the leading manufacturer in specialty products. Agroplante formulates products that rise to the challenge of today's growing conditions. Saline and sodic soils reduce crop yield and cause significant crop losses. Agroplante developed Cation EX5 Plus with growers in mind to manage soil salinity. With multiple years of research, Cation EX5 Plus has proven to be an excellent source of calcium and an effective soil salinity manager.
Run it through drip irrigation without any issues. Simplify your application method with innovative and efficient formulations. Alleviate salinity stress with CAP Ion EX5+. Agroplante. Imagination. Innovation. Science in action. USDA is reminding farmers, ranchers, and forest landowners that January 13th is the deadline to apply for the Discrimination Financial Assistance Program. The program is made possible by the Inflation Reduction Act, which provided $2.2 billion in funding. Farmers, ranchers, and forest landowners who experienced discrimination by USDA in its farm loan programs before January 1st of 2021 and or are currently debtors with assigned or assumed USDA farm loan debt that was subject of USDA discrimination that occurred before that date are eligible for the program. The International Food Information Council's annual food trends forecast predicts consumers will focus more on label claims this year. The report suggests the industry should expect a heightened emphasis on transparent food labeling, empowering shoppers to make informed decisions about the foods and beverages they consume. Labels such as clean, cold-pressed, and fermented, which consumers associate with healthfulness, will continue to be at the forefront. Actions by the Food and Drug Administration are bringing Americans closer to an updated definition of a healthy food. As far as consumers are concerned, concern. The most common attributes they believe to find a healthy food are fresh, low in sugar, and good source of protein. IFIX Chris Solid says front of package nutrition labeling will be a major focus in 2024 as U.S. food regulators roll out a new labeling proposal to help shoppers make easier, quicker, and healthier food decisions. The proposal will spur a national conversation about the importance of reading food labels and the factors beyond labeling that influence personal food choices. The state of Iowa is free to enforce two ag trespass laws after a federal appeals court sided with the state on two challenges to previous court rulings. The U.S. Court of Appeals for the Eighth Circuit overturned injunctions against two Iowa ag trespass laws passed in 2019 and 2021. Iowa Republican Governor Kim Reynolds said in a statement, the laws are important to protect farm families. In March of 2022, U.S. District Court for the District of Southern Iowa declared the 2019 law unconstitutional, finding the law was too broad in its attempt to make it illegal for someone to gain access to an ag facility by lying on a job application to gain employment. In April of 2021, the Iowa legislature passed a bill making it an aggravated misdemeanor to enter private property without the consent of the owner and take samples of soil, water, or animal products. It also criminalized placing cameras or other surveillance devices on ag properties. Animal activist groups in Iowa alleged an illegal challenge that the 2021 law violated their free speech rights. The district court granted summary judgment in the case to the plaintiffs and denied a state motion to dismiss the case. The action essentially stopped the state from enforcing the 2021 law as well. A top USDA official says there are four steps USDA needs to take to enhance farmers' use of conservation programs. USDA Ag News reporter Gary Crawford. The Agriculture Department is investing record amounts of money into conservation and climate change programs. There are four things that we really need to to work on as we uh, move those investments forward. Under Secretary of Agriculture Robert Bonney telling a conference in Des Moines Tuesday that first thing... We need to make sure we have the right practices, that we're being sensitive to what producers need on the ground. And physically able to deliver those needed programs, and so... We're going to hire some new staff. We've got new resources. We're going to need to be able to uh, have some additional people to work in partnership with farmers and ranchers and forest owners to get it out there. But Bonney says it will take more than just USDA people to do it. We're looking for ways to partner with states, with conservation groups, with commodity groups, with conservation conservation districts and others on the ground to help us implement these programs. 
And finally, Bonnie says the whole farm program process needs streamlining. We've got to do a better job of making it easier for producers to get into our conservation programs. He said reducing red tape's a goal running through all USDA programs, not just conservation. Gary Crawford for the U.S. Department of Agriculture. AI will have an immense impact on the world as the rise of foundational models like ChatGPT has shown. However, its biggest impact will be in a physical world, given industries like manufacturing, food, and transportation represent 90% of global GDP. Food service and production is the fourth most common job in the U.S., and yet there's a crushing labor shortage with over 1,137,400 jobs unfilled. Chef Robotics is filling this gap. Chef builds AI-enabled robots to help food companies overcome the labor labor shortage and increased production volume with Chef's robot solutions powered by Chef OS, which is the Chef's AI brain. Chef's goal is to accelerate the advent of intelligent machines in a physical world to empower humans to do what humans do best. The company has robots in production at food companies in both the U.S. and Canada. To help increase the fleets of robots, they have hired Sumadro Gupta as head of software. Most recently, Gupta was head of autonomous vehicle engineering at Embark Trucks, a publicly traded company that was acquired by Applied Intuition in 2022. Over his five-year tenure, Gupta joined as the first software engineer where he built much of Embark's autonomy stack. He went on to lead the entire autonomy division at Embark, representing 45 software engineers. He said he is thrilled to be joining Chef. He says his career in autonomous driving has taught him how to build and deploy intelligent robots in a real world, and he believes the physical world is the next frontier for AI and is excited to apply what he has learned. JCS Marketing is your number one way to connect with the ag industry. Through print magazines, digital media, podcasts, and live and virtual events, JCS Marketing has the reach to inform, educate, and influence growers in the Western United States. Everywhere you go, you see West Coast Nut Magazine on every one of my customers' tables. So that tells you everything. That's, that, it's there, so they're reading it. Our My Ag Life platform includes podcast interviews and digital articles for busy professionals on the go. Our live events, continuing education webinars, and virtual conferences help growers connect with leading researchers and industry leaders. Let JCS Marketing help you connect. That will wrap up today's show. You've been listening to the My Ag Life Daily News Report. I'm Lori Boyer. From all of us here at the JCS Marketing Team, thank you for listening. (laughs) 